Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or you've lost your gratitude journal once again, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm an intuitive business and health coach, and I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. As always, I'm just so excited to be here with you to share another very special guest. I know all of my guests are very special, but that's because I truly believe that when someone takes the time to share their stories and their heart with us, it's such a gift. And I am really grateful for the opportunity to connect with just so many incredible people. You know, as we go into this 112th episode of the podcast, just saying 112 episodes really gives me chills. I never really knew where this podcast was going when I started it. So to be here today when I'm in, you know, the hundreds of of episodes and to have so many podcast episodes already kind of on the go, I just I'm so so thankful for this medium and the opportunity to connect with people in this way. And that's really how Michelle and I connected was through this medium of podcasting. And if you're interested at all in learning about podcasting, this is the one for you. Also, if you're a parent trying to figure out how to run your businesses and be a parent as well, Michelle has some great tips for you in that way. Before we get into the podcast, I want to talk to you a little bit about taking photos with your phone. So is that something you do? Do you, like me, have your phone with you at all times? And then when you're ready to take photos, you end up taking them from your phone. And sometimes they turn out really well, and sometimes they turn out not so great, and you haven't really figured out how to make them turn out really well most of the time. Now, if you've been on my website before at wakeupwithgratitude.com, or if you've seen my photos on social media, you will see that I've become pretty good at taking photos. You might not know that all my photos are taken with my Android phone. That's right. I don't have a professional camera. I take everything with my Samsung Galaxy S10+. Plus. And I've learned the skills to be able to take great photos with my phone in many different situations. So I've put together a workshop for you to learn all of these things that I've learned about taking great photos with your phone. And in this two hour workshop, we're going to talk about all the important things that make a picture really look good, including composition, lighting, how to use your zoom on your camera, what settings are important, and of course the number one tip that photographers need to know in order for their photos to look the difference between an amateur and a professional. So if you'd like to learn more about this workshop, it's going to be live on Sunday, March 21st, 2021. What a great day, 21st of 2021. All of the details are on my website, wakeupwithgratitude.com. I've made it 
easy to access right on the landing page. You can also reach out to me on social media. I'll send you the link. Happy to connect with you. So if you're excited and you want to learn how to take really great high quality photos with your phone, and I should mention that my speciality is landscape photography. So if that interests you and you're excited to learn more, take a look at wakeupwithgratitude.com for the how to take stunning photos with your smartphone workshop. Michelle Abraham stumbled across podcasts for the first time when she was on maternity leave and fell in love with the format. A lifelong connector, Michelle brought together local podcasters to learn from one another back when this medium was beginning to gain traction. She is the founder of Amplify You and My Podcast Coach, where she and her team provide a done-for-you podcasting service for entrepreneurs. Michelle is one of the most generous people I know and is always giving back to the community through her Facebook group, free webinars, and bi-monthly meetups on Zoom for podcasters and those looking to be podcast guests. Michelle experienced a tragic loss as a young adult, and this led to the foundation for her gratitude practice today. I'm so honored that Michelle chose to share her vulnerability and her stories with us today on the podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and today I have Michelle Abraham joining me uh, all the way from the Sunshine Coast in British Columbia. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Julie. Thanks for having me. Oh, so excited. Okay, I was, I'm was i secretly uh, doing this podcast just for me because I met Michelle through um, one of her businesses, um, My Podcast Coach, which is for entrepreneurs with big positive messages and missions. And it, there's a Facebook group that I found out about through a mutual friend. And I have just learned so much from this group. I mean, Michelle is an incredibly powerful entrepreneur. She's the founder of Amplify You and my podcast coach. She uh, is the host of Blissful Parenting. She really understands how to help you launch your podcast, get you paid for doing your podcast, how that all works. She's also in uh, a brand new book that you might have already heard about because actually a few of our guests are featured, but I haven't mentioned it yet. It's coming out on International Women's Day. So by the time you hear this, it will be out. It's called Pursuit 365, and it's the story of incredible Canadian women all the way across from Nova Scotia to British Columbia, coast to coast. Can't wait to hear about it. And so, Michelle, I I would love to hear a little bit of, of kind of how you got into this world of podcasting. Like, what were you doing before that, that brought you into this world that you really are um, an expert in? Oh, thank you so much for the introduction, Julie. Um, you know, it's funny how, how I got started with podcasting has nothing to do with business, but I, uh, I previously to the podcasting world that I am I'm in now, I was actually in the uh, wellness industry. I was a personal trainer. I owned a fitness studio in North Vancouver. I had uh, boot camp locations across BC in nine different cities. And I was running a rockin' fitness business. And um, then I got pregnant and life happened. And uh, I was so excited to be a mom. So it was great. But I really had to think a little bit differently about my business. I was uh, I built myself a really nice jailhouse, I call it, because I was at this fitness studio like 14 hours a day and 
stop everywhere. And yeah, anyway, so we pared down the fitness studio quite a bit. I became a new mom and uh, I met this girl at a networking event and she had this great idea. She's like, wouldn't it be great that like when we became moms, we had a workplace to go to that like we could have a daycare on one side and workspace on another side. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. So uh, we launched a co-working space, which was the first co-working space outside of the lower mainland area. I was at downtown Vancouver in BC. So now there's in that city, there's about 14 co-working spaces. But at the time, um, it was the first one outside of that space. And it was, you know, it's an education experience where, you know, you get to, to a suburb and you realize people have like big houses and offices and they don't need a co-working space quite yet, or they don't understand what a co-working space is. Never mind. We could not fit into the bylaws with trying to figure out like how to run a daycare there as well. That just was too advanced for, I think, the community at the time. <laughs> so anyways, we gave up on the daycare side of things and I we opened this co-working space. And, and so one day I was at home with my son. And I noticed my business brain got a little mushy since I became a mom. And, you know, I was like, I, I love playing with him, but oh gosh, my business brain. So I turned on the Apple TV and I noticed this purple button and I was like, Oh, what's this purple button? And uh, what's a podcast. And so I turned on this podcast thing. And I listened to this show called eventual millionaire by Jeremy, Jamie Tardy. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she was interviewing these amazing people who would become millionaires by starting and growing a business. I became addicted to it. <laughs> there wasn't very many choices of podcasts out there, but this one was perfect for me, as well as Amy Porterfield's Online Marketing Made Easy podcast I just launched. This was back in 2012. So I go to my friends. I'm like, oh, I'm listening to this podcast. They're like, what the heck is a podcast? What are you talking about? So I uh, soon realized that I can like listen to the podcast in my car. I could listen to it as I'm going for a walk with my son. And so I started consuming all of these things. So for me, that's where podcasts started. That's where my love of it came. And then I started doing podcast meetup groups at my co-working space, the Vancouver Podcasters Meetup Group, which I can only find two or three people that any was <laughs> that knew anything about podcasting to come in as guests. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just funny how that all started. But um, back more and more events and more meetups and more into it. And I started then helping people with their shows. So that's kind of how it all started. Oh my goodness, Michelle. It's so awesome because I didn't know the beginning of your story. And I wrote down something because it really resonated with me. And I think it'll resonate with a lot of entrepreneurs uh, that have a brick and mortar business, which is I built myself a jail. Yeah. Right? Because you are literally trapped to your actual physical space. And I know that I have a number of good friends in the fitness industry, especially mm -hmm. right now. Um, you know, it's been a year of the pandemic and those, especially in Ontario, the other end of Canada, because they've had so many shutdowns, mm -hmm. my friends with gyms are in, I mean, they're in serious, serious trouble of losing everything. So mm -hmm. that's a really interesting thought to think about when you're building a business is like, what would happen if, right? And I'm, I imagine you were even saying your co-working change, your co-working spaces, of course, have changed as well in the past mm -hmm. year, right? I imagine at the beginning, did they have to shut down at the beginning? Yeah, I think they all shut down at the beginning. Yeah. And I work out of one here on the Sunshine Coast. And it's only now that people are allowed back in it, really. Um, and, you know, at the time when we had that business, I actually bought myself, got myself a jail twice because then I opened this co-working space that I spent all my time at. So I didn't right. learn the lesson the first time. I did it again the second time. But now I'm so grateful that we can just run my business from here on the boat access side of where we live. So it's it's just so much nicer now to have the flexibility and freedom to be able to do business where I need to do it and, and, and be more about family then. 
Freedom. That, that word resonates with me so much. I shared, I did a webinar myself last night called Work From Anywhere because this idea of that we can build businesses from our phones today, we just need an internet connection. We can have that freedom to just do the things that light us up. And when I hear you talk about podcasting, your whole face lights up. So for those that are listening and not watching the video, worth popping over and watching the YouTube video to just see how Michelle's body language changes when she talks about how excited she was to get, you know, into the whole podcast community. So tell me a little bit more, cause you've got two different sides to the business. So what is kind of the amplify you side versus the, my podcast coach side? Yeah, absolutely. So I started Amplify You first. In Amplify You, the message, the mission has always been we want to be like Hey House for podcasters. So we want to work with people that are out there making a huge impact in the world. And we recognize that those people need some support. So we uh, are working with people who are thought leaders and authors, coaches, speakers who are just got this big thing that they've got to share with the world and a big message. But what we can do to support them is help them manage their show. So they don't need to learn the editing and the social media stuff and all that kind of stuff. So we do a done for you service at Amplify You where we help them launch their show and then manage it on a weekly basis. So we have podcast managers that do that. And then I was okay, wait, I yeah, just need yeah. to pause for one sec sure, because yeah. there's a lot of stuff in there. And people might not even know some of the things that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So before we talk about the other half of what it is that you do, what's a podcast manager? Yeah. So a podcast manager is really like someone who has your show. So they are going to babysit your show. No, I'm just kidding. They're going to actually, uh, you're going to record. So what we like to do is keep our experts in the recording creation stage. So they record and once they're done recording, that's it. They don't need to do anything else. Okay. So those files then come to the podcast manager. The podcast manager will edit them, put the intro and the music onto it. They will then publish it on the publishing platform. Okay. They will then create an audiogram, some social media images, maybe even email back to the guests them um, and then promote it on social media so that they have all that taken care of. And then we can give some files back to the hosts and then they can promote it further. So it's a totally done for you service so that you can stay in your content zone of genius and content creation. Cool. And does the podcast manager also help with like writing the like description of the show and coming up with the title or is that more the, the host that comes up? Yeah. So we have a mixture of shows, like some hosts love doing that themselves. That is the creation that's content creation. Other hosts love the support of someone else doing it. (laughs) So then we would listen to the show, transcribe it, grab the quotes, grab the important things for the show notes and write them for them. Well, I have to say, I mean, I do, I was doing everything by myself until a few episodes ago. And I, I listened to that and I'm like, I do all that stuff by myself. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, it's interesting. I, I'm a little bit of the, like, I like to figure things out by myself and then hire out later. But I would say, here's what I would say because most people aren't like me. Most people don't want to figure out how to do the audio editing of their show. And most people don't want to do copywriting because it's really hard. It's really hard, like finding the name of your show. So uh, a program like this, it's really cool for someone who says like, I really do want to launch a podcast, but I really don't know all the rest of that stuff, but I know I have a message that I want to share. And is that also part of the way that you support people? Like someone says, I just have an idea, Michelle. 
Like, can we, can we have like, do you do coaching? Is that what the coaching part is a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So we actually will work on the creation, the positioning. There's actually quite a bit of strategy that goes into launching a podcast and like having it not what we call pod fade. So pod fade is those people like, Oh, I want a podcast, turn on the microphone and start going without any thought typically end up after 10 episodes or so stopping because Mm -hmm. either one, they're not prepared and there's so much work in the back end of it, or they're not trying to figure out how to like, actually like make this podcast a weekly thing um, or not getting the support that they need. So in order to prevent that, we really do a lot of coaching on really making sure the messaging is right. They're speaking to the right audience. They're making, making sure that um, the, the way the creative, like that's so cool. As you know, Julie, like the podcasting space is so interesting. It's up to your creativity. Like there's some things that we see are working really well, but at the end of the day, like though it's wide open for creativity of how you want to design a show, how you want it to come out and what you want to do. So we work on that creative aspect of it, of designing the show too. Well, and I think the really important thing you said there is this pod fade thing where you do, you know, (laughs) 10 episodes or you do 10 and then you stop and come back. And when a show uh, stops, of course, then it really loses its momentum because people aren't seeing it in their top shows anymore. They're not seeing it in their downloads. And yeah, the creativity part is so important because there's pro- there are like probably a million different health and wellness podcasts, but it's like, what is yours specifically going to be about? What do, What is your area of expertise and what lights you up? And I think one of the things that I learned early on in my podcasting journey is I need to talk about things that I'm excited about and that interest me. And then, you know, I mean, of course for me, it all ends up coming back into gratitude because I think that's really important, but that's like the thread that I weave through as opposed to like picking people specifically for a topic. And I think that's, that's what I do. And I also, you know, what kinds of, so we have, we know interview style is a type of podcast. What Mm -hmm. other kinds of podcasts do people do? Yeah, I think there's so many out there. I mean, we work with such a small, unique bunch of people in the podcasting space because they're really, at the end of the day, entrepreneurs that want to see their return on their investment of their time and build relationships with their podcasts and those kind of things rather than going out there for the monetization and ads and sponsorship and those kind of things. So I think, um, you know, what we're seeing is more shows that are interview-based or solo shows where you're teaching something or, you know, just like yours, Julie, where you have a common theme throughout the show that works really well resonates and it's kind of like a bigger umbrella so that when people do come into your world you can filter them into other other programs and services or communities along the way it's a little bit of a broader topic but out there in the rest of the podcasting space there's sports shows there's hobby shows travel shows true crime there's all sorts of different kinds of topics and also different ways of doing it where it's episodic where it's each each one's a different one or there's a serial one where each one is connected to the next um, there's, oh gosh, so many different kinds. There's tons of, tons of people come on and there's hired actors that do them. So many different things out there right now. And I think that's, what's really fun is that, you know, if you're listening to this episode and you're like, I'm not an entrepreneur, I don't have a business, but I, I like this podcasting thing. And the cool thing is now mine is recorded as a video as well. I enjoy that YouTube. Actually, what's really incredible is one of my YouTube videos has like way more downloads than the, the audio does because of the topic, because we talked about a near-death experience. And that search through YouTube is like a really big search thing. So the video has done really, really well. And so that's a cool opportunity for other people that would never have heard, uh, you know, Adele's beautiful message mm-hmm. to see her through YouTube. And that's one of the reasons why I do the video as well, because I it allows people to, to see the visual, video, 
visual thing. But if you're not comfortable on camera, if you're like, I don't want to show my face and you just want to tuck yourself into a closet, which is the best place to record a podcast. It totally walk, is. Right? Walking closet. <laughs> yeah. With lots of clothes in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your sound will be amazing. Um, you know, maybe that's an idea, right? Like you don't have, and I like, you know, maybe you tell a serial or maybe you, um, you know, just share stories. Like the, the opportunities are endless and working with an expert uh, can really help. Now, what I love is that, Michelle, you do so much for free. You really serve this community in, in ways that I'm always surprised. I'm like, Michelle, like, I just feel like you really are so generous to our community. And one of the things that I have been a part of is this bi-monthly, we meet, I guess, every, every other Friday, um, we meet with uh, a group of people who are interested in being on podcasts or podcasters themselves. So what was the inspiration for bringing people together on a Zoom like this? We'll be right back to the episode after a quick word from our product partner, USANA Health Sciences. Back when I was training for my second Ironman triathlon, my very good friend Leanne said to me that I probably needed to consider taking vitamins to help me because I was doing so much physical activity. And I thought to myself, yes, I'm fine. I take that, you know, that, that pink bottle thing. And I just take one of those a day and I'm covered. And she said, I don't think you understand your body is under a tremendous amount of stress because of the amount of time that you are training. So I really recommend you take a look at this product called the health pack. Now I'll be honest with you. I was pretty skeptical that these two pouches of vitamins, one said AM and one said PM would actually do anything to help me with any of my training, but I thought I might as well give it a try. So I did. And the biggest thing that I noticed is that I found myself recovering faster from my workouts. I wasn't as sore the next day. And the other thing was, instead of waking up feeling tired, I actually was sleeping for less time, but waking up feeling so much more rested and ready to go for my next workout. And I have to say, I've been taking those little AM and PM packs since that day, which was over 15 years ago. Now, friends, my Ironman days are long behind me, and I'm definitely not training the way that I used to. In fact, my exercise today involves taking my dog for a 20 to 30 minute walk every single day. But that doesn't mean I'm not under a tremendous amount of stress every single day. Let's be honest, aren't we all under a tremendous amount of stress every single day? So I continue to use these little convenient AM and PM packs if you want to learn more about this product or check out what's in these little packs, I invite you to check out a link that I made just for you. It's a bit.ly link. So bit.ly forward slash Ironman vitamins. That's right. Bit.ly forward slash Ironman vitamins, all lowercase, easy to find. Hey, you don't have to be an Ironman or an Iron Woman to take these vitamins, but I'll tell you, I'm so grateful that 15 years ago, my girlfriend offered me to give these vitamins a try when I was training for that Ironman. All right, let's get back to the podcast. 
my gosh, it's one of my favorite things that we do in our business, actually. <laughs> and it's funny, it's not a paid thing that we do. It's just our give back to our community. Yeah. And it's because we have such incredible shows that we work with in our community. And I was seeing these shows um, and they need guests on their shows. And I was meeting all these incredible guests at networking events and all these things out there in the in the world. And I was like, they need to be on these shows. And then I was like, how can I connect them together? And then there's only one of me. So um, that's really weird. This podcast was podcast collaborate and connect call is was born was that, you know, we want everyone to kind of meet and be a part of this community and we want them to, you know, meet each other. And like, there are so many incredible things. Like you talked about Adele's story, like Adele and I live like 20 minutes apart from each other here on the coast. And we've been working with her for the last few years. And it's like that, those are the, those are the people that we want to connect with other people. And, you know, and so we're just so grateful that you came into our community too, Julie, because you've been able to connect with so many interesting people and so many people have had you on their podcasts. And I think it's been just that cool. I always like to say, and my mom used to say this, she used to say, I love it when my kids all get together. And like, you know, that meant like when my brother and I would hang out outside of just family dinner time things. And so I kind of feel the same way where like all of our podcasters and our friends from our communities get together and, and record podcasts, right? So I feel like that kind of mother goose, <laughs> kind yeah. of thing, which I think is super cool. I think it's one of my favorite things that we do and everyone everyone's always looking to get more exposure or get more more shows or or it's really hard to find guests if you don't know a lot of people so it's a good way or you're new to the space so it's a good way to get out and meet people well I, what you mentioned there about finding guests so the first 50 or so episodes of my podcast were all people that were like one no more than one degree of separation from me, right? Like it was, it was someone I knew directly or someone that I knew had referred. There weren't really people outside of my circle. And then when I went to that first one, which was months ago, I really did start to connect with people that were strangers, right? I didn't know them at all before I hadn't connected and then connecting with those people because now all these people are connected through Facebook. So every time you like add a new friend, you're like, Oh, you're connected to all my podcast friends. And (laughs) not everyone's going to be on my podcast and vice versa. We don't have time for that. But it is really a cool way to meet people that you would not otherwise. And it's also like, it's a, it's a positive place to hang out, right? It's an encouraging community. And what I like is that it's clear what we're here for, right? Tell us about your podcast. Tell us about the guests you're looking for. And if you're a guest, what do you, what do you have to give? And I like that because it's like, you know exactly what you're expected to, why you're expected to be there. And the messaging is clear and you're allowed to promote what you're doing. So I I appreciate that. Yeah, I know. I'm so glad you love it. It's one of my favorite things. And I am a total connector. So this just allows me to do it on a bigger scale in a short amount of time and connect so many people. I'm like, oh yeah, Julie, you need to connect with these two people on this call. And yeah, I just love it. So thanks for bringing that up. (laughs) So you mentioned that you're a connector. Now, is that something that kind of you developed as you were a business owner or you just kind of always been the one that brings everybody together? I have always been the one that brings everyone together. Yeah. I used to have several different groups of friends, my soccer friends, my girl guy friends, my, you know, friends from all sorts of different places. I used to bring them all together and get them all to hang out and then they became friends. And yeah, it's just, that's always something that I did. And I just, something I love doing and so I'm always going to do it. So this was a great way to do it when they're in the podcasting community, I think. <laughs> And I think too, I mean, that we talked about the freedom and then not being in the, like the, the creating your own, you know, work jail, uh, you know, you live in a really fairly isolated place. Like I think, I don't know if people caught that at the beginning, but she said that they have to take a boat to their car. Mm-hmm, right. So they really, yeah, right behind, you can see if you're watching the video. And so that's really like, 
you're not going to go to a networking event every day and every week anymore. Uh, neither am I. I mean, I, I moved to Vancouver Island and, you know, when I first moved here a couple of years ago, I found one group that met once a month that I wanted to kind of be involved with. But I mean, I came from Ontario where I would network at least once a week, I'd be at a live event, you know, all the time driving. And then I had to like, I was like, I would reduce my circle of like, cause I was driving so much, but then you're meeting the same people at every networking group. So I was like, okay, then I'll go further. <laughs> I'm like the gift of being able to meet and connect online, I think mm-hmm. really gives, you know, you the opportunity to live where you live. I live on Vancouver Island, but then still connect in this way. Do you think that um, the fact that, you know, we are in a global pandemic, do you think that made a really big difference in how, you know, more people are wanting to connect in in podcasting world? Mm, Huge. Yeah. This year for us, I mean, as our business has grown, like it's literally tripled in size this year um, from people who want to reach their audience um, through podcasting as a podcast host, but also people who want to now be on podcasts. And I think when everything was shut down for a few months there earlier last year, um, people really realized, oh, how else are we going to be connecting with our audience? And um, like you, Julie, like I was grateful for all these networking events popping up online because I too had one group that I joined here and I was like, you know, I couldn't make it to the meetings in the winter because it was dark to get across the lake at night. And like, I have a four o'clock curfew in the winter (laughs) and, you know, it just wasn't, you know, I was feeling kind of like I'm missing my business friends and used to do a lot of networking in Vancouver and just, that was not a reality. And so I found some really great groups online here and that's where we started to connect and collaborate call. And I swear that's our business has really become global. We have clients in five different countries now, really, I think thanks to online networking. Yeah. And that's cool too, because again, like there are so many people I've met through that call that like geographically I would never meet, like we wouldn't end up at the same networking event, no matter how hard we tried. So that's also a really big gift. I did a short webinar. Um, I did a cool little thing on how to, how to feel more comfortable on zoom. And I did just a webinar, uh, last weekend and I was like a last minute thing. I was like, I'm just gonna do this webinar. Whoever wants to listen, I'll help you with your setup. Cause I've learned how to have a setup because now I podcast and I do video all the time. So I, I just like, I'm, sh- I'm going to share what I know. And you know, there were like 20 people who showed up, but they were in Canada, us and Mexico. Right. Like <laughs> they never, the place, right? like how else could I serve this community? You yeah, know, there just it. isn't another way. So, well, I, what I love too, Michelle, is that you do, you bring this like enthusiasm and positivity, you know, into wherever you show up, uh, you know, it really does, uh, you can tell how much you really love being around people and, and connecting people. Uh, where does gratitude fit in for you? Is that something mm-hmm. you've, you've practiced for a while? Is it a daily thing or is it just the way you live? I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, actually my, my real gratitude in my life started, um, well, I would say, I would, I would say like I was part of girl guides growing up and that I think, I feel like they instilled that really great, like gratefulness and everything that we do. Um, but, uh, when I was 19, we were backpacking across Europe and, um, my, one of my best friends was killed by a train. And so at 19, I saw her life get taken from her. And so 
that spun my life in a different direction than I think it probably would have gone. So for the next like 20, I mean, it's been 22 years now. And, um, you know, I think I've, I went and did things that made me happy. I was enjoying my life has always been fun. I have people have been like, Oh, you're so lucky you get to do all these things or, you know, you know, and no, it's a choice that I make. It's a choice that I chose to see that life is short and to be grateful for what you have and to say yes to adventure and yes to yourself. And so I lived my life in that particular way. I did 47 countries later, a lot of bungee jumping, skydiving and a crazy things in between. <laughs> I did land myself in a, you know, a stable long-term marriage with kids and, you know, family and stuff, but we still have adventures. The first year we moved, um, we live completely off the grid here. And um, we were grateful that I had a business that was able to support my family because my husband had to quit his career of 17 years to live here. So we were able to um, to do that in a, in a great way and have that kind of um, lifestyle that we wanted. And we bought an RV and we went RVing all through California and Arizona and all Southern US our first winter up here with our kids because that was another adventure, right? So just being so grateful for those experiences. But I think it really came down to that that it, at that accident my best friend had when we were so young that I really it really made me realize like you know you got to make the most of what you have and I hope I pass that on to my kids in their gratefulness we do the rose and thorn I think I told you this before Julie we do the rose and thorn at dinner time which is like what was your rose for the day what was your thorn for the day and you know I'm just just grateful for the lifestyle that we have and the ability to create income and revenue from our home and in in a place that we love to live. So just so grateful for everything. Michelle, I, I got chills when you shared your story because I also backpacked around Europe with my best friend at around the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine the uh, impact that that loss at that age uh, could have. And what I will say is that we do always have a choice of how we deal with tragedy and the difficult things that are going to happen in our life. And I say are going to happen because no one gets through this life unscathed that we know for sure we will all experience tragedy and some of us more than others mm-hmm. and taking a moment of tragedy and turning it into, you know, a motto for life is, is so powerful to me. And I really felt that in, in what you shared about, you know, not only your own travels, but then in bringing it into your family Mm -hmm. and sharing those adventures. And I I just wrote down, like, what I just think is so important. What you said is that you do the things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. Those words seem so simple and so obvious, Mm -hmm. but I, I encourage people that are listening right now or watching to just take a pause on that mm-hmm. and take, take inventory and how much of your day are you doing things that make you happy? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That is why a podcast, you know, I went through a moment of like, you know, I, I finished my a hundred episodes at the end of my mm-hmm. first year of podcasting. It's a lot. Amazing. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. And I was like, I mean, do I keep doing this? I don't know. Like it's, you know, sometimes Michelle, when you podcast, you're speaking into a vacuum, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, it, people don't often take a lot of time to leave reviews or give you feedback. And every time like someone says that episode made a difference for me, I'm like jumping for joy. Cause you, mm-hmm. you put it out there. 
Yeah. Right. And I mean, you see all the downloads, but we don't know who's listened. We don't know who's, whose life has changed. Yeah. But what I do know is that doing a podcast recording makes me happy. And the rest of the day after I finish a podcast, I'm always like, just feeling amazing. So um, now you get to host a podcast as well. So tell us just a little bit about how you became the host of Blissful Parenting. Yeah, absolutely. And just to just a tag on what you just said, Julie, is that I always feel like, um, you know, if you you if you make a difference in one person's life, like that's all worth it, right? Because you don't know how many people are listening. And I have some clients that, you know, only 100 people listen to this episode. I was like, really? You're in a room with 100 people right now, you'd be thrilled. And just think of how many people's lives are changing. And there's 100 people listening. (laughs) So I just wanted to share that because (laughs) that's such a good reminder, right? We forget that. Yeah, if we were in front of those people, and it's true though that for every one person that sends a message, there are hundreds that were impacted but just didn't right. take the time, have the courage, whatever it is. Maybe sometimes people, I think sometimes people are maybe intimidated to reach out to a yeah. podcast host. I'm telling Absolutely. you right now, podcast hosts love it when you, you know, send them a message. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Tell us how you we changed your life. It was awesome. Yeah. Or just tell us that you enjoyed an episode, right? So yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it's funny how um became the host of Blissful Parenting is Blissful Parenting is not my business, but someone that I worked with closely in um the space, he actually was originally my business coach in my co-working space and fitness business. And and then when I started doing podcasting. And um, he had this company called Blissful Parenting and I just loved it. And when I became a mom, I was like, oh yeah, I was just like learning so much from the community and um, I became the spokesperson for the community. <laughs> and now, and then I started doing their podcast because I do it secretly, like you said, Julie, at the beginning of this for myself, because I learned something from all the guests that have been on there. And Julie, you've been on that show before. And I was learning so many things from all the guests that come in that really helped me with raising my kids and my lifestyle and being a good parent. So I just do that show literally for fun. <laughs> I love it. And I just like being around and, and introducing new parenting experts to the audience. And I do have a uh, we do we do have Amplify You podcasts as well, where we get to really interview other hosts and and podcasting experts and help our hosts make better shows and really amplify our hosts who have great shows. So you know, I love doing that also secretly for myself. <laughs> so it's all about it's all about me really. And I all I learn and I just love podcasting. It's my favorite thing. It's one of my favorite things to do. And like you said, Julie, as soon as you've done a podcast episode, it just makes your day, right? You get to meet new cool people and. I could have 10 podcasts and be happy. And if that's all I did, that'd be fine. <laughs> I know, right? Sometimes I'm like, I'm like making sure I at least have one recording per week because I just, I really look forward to that time. And, mm-hmm. and you know, what's great is that, you know, as we become better podcast hosts as well, we become better listeners mm-hmm. and we become better question askers. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right. And those skills help in all the things that we do, right? Really in business, I mean, the best thing you can do with your clients is ask better questions, right? And that's a gift from podcasting. So Michelle, you've been in this space for, you know, over, I guess, almost a decade now. Mm -hmm. If you could share with me one of the greatest gifts that you've gotten from being in this podcasting world over the past, I guess, almost a decade, hard to pick, but if there was something, what would that be? Oh my gosh, I think uh, overall, number one is the people I've 
met because of podcasting. So having my own show or having my company, I've been able to open doors and have conversations with people that I idolized that were the Hay House authors that I really love. Now they're some of my guests or some of my clients. Like I just love the uh, people that I've met through podcasting over the last 10 years has been amazing. Awesome. So Michelle, where's the best place to find you? Where do you like to hang out? Yeah, that's a great question, Julie. <laughs> Our website is under construction right now. So normally we have an amplifyu.ca website, but it is currently under construction as we're growing through some cool changes right now. But you can check out our um, Facebook group. It's mm. called um, My Podcast Coach. That's where we love to hang out and celebrate the podcast community and share all about your show there. And you can find out about the Connect and Collaborate calls there as well. Otherwise, yeah. reach out to me on LinkedIn. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, as always, the links will be in the show notes, but the group is really worthwhile. If you're curious about this world, if you'd like to maybe start a podcast or you're curious about being a guest, the group is a really fantastic place and it's an active group. There's a lot going on in the group. I know you're probably thinking, I don't know, Julie, I'm already in a hundred Facebook groups that I don't do anything with, but this is one I'm checking in, if not every day, at least two or three times a week. So it is a place where there's activity and it's exciting. And, uh, you know, everyone's always welcoming every new person in, right? So yeah, it's uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Thank you so, so much, Michelle. I've absolutely adored our time together and I just, I can't wait to share this with our audience. Well, thank you, Julie, for having me. It's been my gift. So thank you. Thank you for listening right to the end of the podcast. I hope this episode inspired you to choose to practice gratitude in different ways than you might have before. If you're not already following the podcast on your favorite app, all you have to do is click on the check mark or plus sign under the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast name to make sure that you're alerted of all the new episodes. If you really enjoy this podcast and want others to hear about it, it would mean so much if you could leave a review on your favorite app. Your review can help others to find the podcast and start to join us in choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day.